0: ASCF Student Ministries, Devin here, bringing you week two of our Christmas series. Um, I'm going to start this week off if with uh, thinking about uh, past Christmases, Christmas presents that we've received. Why don't you just think of maybe just the worst Christmas present you've ever you've ever opened, something funny or weird. Maybe it was just like a relative that got you something funny. Um, I know I can think of funny things that I've gotten. Um... And and we can think of a few, but I mean, but most of these gifts weren't gifts you'd actually want to to brag about, right? To other people, maybe it's funny to bring up, but they're not ones you'd brag. But it's normal to want to talk about the really good gifts you receive, right? Like we want to brag about those things that we get, whether it's an awesome Christmas gift, a thoughtful note, or. Um, uh, even a relationship that gets brought, brought around during Christmas. Uh, um, if we think hard enough, I think we can all recall at least one gift where we were really happy just to receive, really joyful, really grateful, or maybe even to give. Uh, maybe you, you, you once received the exact gift you were hoping to get. Maybe you were once surprised by a gift you never thought, uh, you would have thought to ask for, but or once you, once you opened it, you realized it was perfect for you. Um, or maybe uh, you once had a gift for a friend or family member that was so perfect, you couldn't wait for them to open it. It was something you got for somebody else. So so think about now, now we thought about a terrible gift. What's the what's the best gift you've ever received? Um I don't I can think back I don't know, maybe it was the best one but I can think of a really good present that I got. I remember it was one that I was really proud of and um wanted to go brag to all my friends about was getting a razor scooter when that was a thing everyone everyone got those there was one year where it just seemed like everybody got a razor scooter and i was so excited that we also got those too um when we give receive the perfect gift it's natural to want to brag about it when when we're so filled with joy and excitement of course we want to share that joy and excitement with other people um, if you were here with us, um, or if you listened to this last week, or you were in youth group last week, you know we're talking about how easy it is to focus on ourselves at Christmas time. Because we can get so wrapped up in what we want, or expect, and experience that it's sometimes difficult to remember what this season is really even about. So each week in this series, we're going to hear the stories of people who were present for the very first Christmas, the day Jesus was born. And last week we saw how Mary and Joseph gave up their comfort in order to make the first Christmas happen. It was uncomfortable, but they chose to join God's mission and take on the responsibility of parenting the savior of the world. And today we're going to talk take, we're going to take a look at a whole group of people who played another important part in the first Christmas. We don't know their names, but here's what we do know. They were given a gift and they couldn't help but tell others about it. Today, our most bragworthy Christmas presents might be puppies, shoes, or video games, but 2,000 years ago, on the very first Christmas, everyone's most bragworthy Christmas present was a newborn baby named Jesus. And the first people to tell others about that gift were just a few shepherds. <laughs> so most most nativity sets if you've seen those show um there were shepherds on the scene of jesus birth but do you know their story do you know why they were there have you ever thought about why god would have chosen them of all people to be there and to learn a little bit more about that we're gonna be in luke uh chapter 2 verses 8 through 16. and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. So just like Mary and Joseph, the shepherds weren't special people by most standards i mean they were they were average people at the time they were working late they weren't particularly educated rich influential or important Um, just an average citizen of the time and yes that's exactly who god chose to be some of the first people on earth to hear the good news that the savior of the world had just been born Uh, and at first they were terrified of course i think we'd I'll be terrified of a mysterious being appeared in the sky in the middle of the night but when the angel told the shepherds about jesus birth and a whole group of people or a whole group of angels showed up to sing about it the shepherds put their fear aside and ran to see what was happening the shepherds role in the first christmas could have ended and here they could have run to where B- baby jesus had been born said hello to mary and joseph and then went home and they could have kept this news to themselves but they didn't so we're going to keep going verse 17 through 20 it says when they had seen him they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them but mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart the shepherds returned glorifying and praising god for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told When the shepherds saw baby Jesus, they told everybody. If they had social media back then, I'm sure these guys would have figured out how to make like, hashtag baby Jesus a thing that spread. The the videos that would have come out of this, they would have been amazing. But since they don't have phones, the shepherds relied on what they did have, their voices. And when they did share what they'd seen, the, the shepherds don't didn't make themselves the main characters in their stories. It would have been pretty easy to think, like, God chose me to see the Savior of the world. I must be pretty se- special and make it about, oh, I saw this amazing thing. But instead, the shepherds focused on the real hero of the story, which was Jesus. And I'm so glad that people in my life did for me what the shepherds did for others. They, they expressed what, who Jesus is to them, and... My story is a little different than a lot of others because I grew up in the church and I've been exposed to Jesus my entire life, but I'm so thankful for my parents, um, the leaders within our church, my Sunday school teachers, whoever my people that um, throughout my life told me the message of Jesus and really convinced me that this is the truth and that this is what I want to spend my life following and spreading the news and, and hopefully doing from what they did for me and so that i can hopefully do that for other people we all love to hear good stories but the best stories do more than entertain us the best stories teach us something true and change who we are that's what these people did for me with their stories and it's what i hope to do for you is what these shepherds did so long ago on the first christmas the shepherds gave their stories this christmas how could you and i do the same now, I don't know for sure what the Shepherds sounded like when they shared their stories, but after an angelic concert and getting to meet the savior of the world firsthand, I imagine their enthusiasm was a little bit like um, the, the scene in Elf, if you've seen that movie, um, when Buddy hears that Santa is coming to the mall, the just how enthusiastic scream lets out a scream in the mall. Um, the, I know him, that whole thing. You may... This scene is crazy. It's so funny. I love that movie, but it's kind of relatable too. Like Buddy loves Santa so much that he can't contain himself. He's so excited to see Santa, who he knows and loves, that he can't help but tell everyone within earshot the good news, so they can get to know Santa as well as he does. So, think to yourself, um, just an answer to these questions. Uh, do you have a favorite show? Do you have a favorite restaurant or a favorite meal? A favorite game hobby or interest favorite musician sports team actor celebrity Um, so even though i don't know your answers to any of these questions i can tell you one thing everyone in this room has in common at least one of your favorite things was once introduced to you by someone else maybe you heard someone talking about a new restaurant or pizza place or whatever i mean where the crust um, is amazing and now you can't get enough of it. your friends one invited you to play pickleball or another sport and so now you're joining a pickleball league maybe your favorite uh youtuber reviewed a new product that um you've since added to your christmas list uh netflix always seems to know exactly uh which like new show that you'd want to watch based on your past history they're letting you know um so much of our lives are impacted by the stories and opinions of people we trust from the clothes we wear to the snacks we eat the things we believe stories are powerful and believe it or not you have a story to tell that someone in your life needs to hear just like these shepherds did from 2,000 years ago maybe it's hard to believe you have a story to share maybe you're worried because you're not sure what you believe right now or you're not sure that your story is even interesting or you're not sure how to defend what you believe if someone asked you a hard question i know the interesting thing is for me that was always a hard thing for me because i didn't think my story was exciting at all But that's okay. You still have something important that the world needs to hear. So what is your story? What's the message you have to share with others about this Christmas season? Maybe it's that you met Jesus and he changed your life. Maybe you still have a lot of questions, but something about Jesus is really compelling. Maybe you still have a lot of growing to do, but there's one specific way God is currently changing your heart. And maybe your story isn't very dramatic, But God is teaching you something really cool right now. Whatever you have to share, I want you to write it down right now. Take a little bit of time and figure out what your story is. On the first Christmas, the shepherds gave their stories as incomplete and unpolished as they were. They weren't experts. They didn't have answers to every question. They just knew something incredible was taking place, and they were going to tell everyone they could about it. So what is your story? What do you have to tell the world about who Jesus is to you? And who are you going to tell? Do you have a friend or loved one who needs to hear that God loves them? Is there something you've, you're learning about who God is that could benefit someone else? Do you have a question about faith you want to talk to someone about? Do you know someone struggling with their faith who might need to hear what keeps you coming back to Jesus? You don't have to be someone important to have an important story to share. On the first Christmas, the shepherds gave their stories because they couldn't help but share the good news about Jesus' birth. So this Christmas, how could you and I do the same? Thanks, guys, for listening uh, to our second week of this Christmas story. Um, I know this next week is going to be a good one as well, so I hope to see you either at youth group or uh, tuning into this podcast. Thanks, guys.